Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, I'm glad to be with you again today at our Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I uh, believe with your day is going to be a great day today. Glad you've joined me. Um, and we've been talking about healing. I'm going to jump right into our subject today. We've been talking about divine healing. And let me say this. I've said this so many times, but it bears repeating. There will never be a time in our life that we don't need faith for healing, either for ourselves or for someone else. And so that's the reason that I'm taking such an extended period of time on our podcast talking about divine healing. And I really encourage you, if you've jumped in in the middle somewhere of these podcasts, I encourage you to go back and to listen to what I've said before. I'm doing something here that I'm really not completely able to do in our services, and that is to go into exhaustive detail and, so to speak, turn over every rock and look behind every bush and just examine you know, all of the ins and outs of divine healing. And uh, so you can get a good rounded idea of what uh, the Bible refers to when it talks about God's healing power and the fact that Jesus took our sicknesses when they took our sins and then how to practically apply that to your life. You know, it's one thing to know that God provides something for us. It's quite another thing to know how to practically apply it to your personal life. And that's why we need teachers in the church. I'm a teacher. I'm a pastor in the body of Christ. And I have the ministry gift of teacher from Ephesians 4.11. And that gift enables us. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you, even now when I'm doing these podcasts, I sense the Spirit of God come on me. But it's an ability to explain things in a way that perhaps even a child can understand them. So again, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcasts, listen to them over and over. I'm reminded while I'm talking, when I was a young believer back in the uh, 1970s, the late 1970s, I found, um, I found cassette tapes on divine healing, and I would listen to those tapes over and over and over. In fact, uh, because there was no internet or anything, when I found a cassette tape that just ministered life to me, and ministered the word to me that boosted my faith, I would listen to it over and over and over and over and over and over, just that redundantly. And you know what happened? It built the word of God into me. Just because you hear something one time doesn't mean that it registered and was implanted inside you, in your heart, in your belief system, in your spiritual nature. It's the reason we meditate the word of God. That's the reason I say things over and over again. And you know, listen, I realize as a pastor, there's some things I say from our pulpit over and over and over. And uh, you may be thinking, well, don't people get tired of that? doesn't matter whether you get tired of it or not. The issue is what we hear repetitiously is what lodges in our inner person. Jesus said, take heed how you hear. So, you know, it's one thing to hear it. It's another thing for, to hear something, have it register on your heart and become a part of the inside of you. And that's what uh, the belief system about divine healing has to do. It's got to become a part of your inner person, of your inner resources. It's got to, you got to get to a place that you know that you know that you know that this is the way it is. And so that's the reason I'm redundant. That's the reason I'm taking so long, so many weeks now 
on this subject because it's so, so amazingly important. So again, uh, we're right down to the point in talking about healing belongs to you in Christ. We're talking about seven different ways that you can exercise your faith to be healed by the power of God. And we've gone through all of the details of explaining how we know that healing is the will of God. So now how do you receive that healing? We've talked about receiving healing by faith. There's seven different ways you can exercise your faith. I could say it that way to receive healing. Last time in our last podcast, um, number one is I mentioned use the name of Jesus against the devil. Again, we have spiritual weapons, the weapons of our warfare. Second Corinthians 10, the apostle Paul said are not carnal, but they are mighty in God. We have mighty spiritual weapons. The word of God is a weapon, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When Satan attempted Jesus, what did he do? It is written. It is written. It is written. And when Satan comes against your mind and thought life, what do you do? It is written. That spiritual warfare, that's putting him in his place. That That's putting the word of God. God, above your thoughts, above your feelings, above your circumstances. The word's a tremendous weapon. Last time we mentioned the name of Jesus is a tremendous weapon uh, that we use against Satan. Jesus has given us absolute authority to use his name in his stead in the extremities of life. And we can, we can say in the name of Jesus, stop. And Satan has to stop. And we can use that same name against sickness when it seeks to attach itself to our physical body. Fear is a spirit. God's not given us a spirit of fear. You can use the name of Jesus. You foul spirit of fear. And listen, when Satan attacks your body physically, he'll put a thought in your mind then a feeling on your body and the combination of that thought and that feeling uh, will produce, uh, if you allow it, a fear attitude or the scripture calls it a spirit of fear in 2 Timothy 1.7. You got to drive that thing out of your life. I don't allow fear. I don't allow fear-based thoughts to revolve in my mind. If I have a feeling on my body or there's something appears on my body or I have a sensation in my body that illness is trying to rise up, I deal with that thought immediately, immediately, because I won't allow the spirit of fear to develop in my life. Listen, again, said this last time, it's easier to keep the devil out than to let him in and then have to run him out, okay? So I'm, listen, using the name of Jesus is a tremendous weapon. I mentioned also that praise and worship is a tremendous weapon. Once you use the name of Jesus against the devil, then you can just worship God and thank him for hearing and answering you. John 14, 13, again, Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do. This is not God answering prayer. This is Jesus doing something specifically because in his stead, you used his name. And he's coming to make good on what you said in the name of Jesus. He's coming to do it for you. Uh, whatever you ask in my, in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. That's so good. Today, second number two, seven ways you can exercise your faith to be healed. Second way you can exercise your faith. Now, I use this one a lot to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Now, I do this often. Again, God's promise to answer prayer, John 16, 23 and 24, in that day. 
you will ask me nothing. Now, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He knows that his time on earth is short. He knows he's going to the cross. He knows he's going to die, be raised from the dead, and then go to heaven and be seated at the right hand of the Father, where he'll be praying for us continually. And so he's looking ahead. The disciples maybe didn't understand what he was saying at the moment. Eventually, they understood. But at the moment, here in John 16, when he said it, perhaps they didn't understand the the value of what he was saying. So Jesus said to them, in that day, you will ask me nothing. Now listen to what he said. Don't pray. He said, don't pray to me. See, Jesus is our advocate. He's our, he is our attorney. He's the go-between between us and the Father. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one, 1 John 2, uh, 1 and 2 says. So again, you know, he's our He's our attorney. He, he, he legally represents us before the Father because we're a fallen race. We were sinners. Jesus shed his blood. Uh, he, his advocacy uh, for us bore our sins, took our sin and shame away, and gave us the standing with God that he has. In that day, you will ask me nothing. So we don't pray to Jesus. Now, you know, let me just say this. I hear, and I understand people's hearts are right, but I often hear people say, dear Jesus, that's not what he said. That's not how he said to pray. In that day, (coughs) excuse me, you will ask me nothing. Now you can say, Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I praise you. Jesus, I magnify you. Jesus, I need to talk to you about something when you get, but when it comes to asking, change. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. I love that. Until now, he's speaking to his disciples. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. So again, uh, we have an invitation here from Jesus to go to God in his name, because he's our our attorney, and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, and tell him what you need, ask him for what you want, And he said he would answer. So when it comes to the issues of illness and sickness in the human body, so you can use the name of, you can pray to the Father, you can use the name of Jesus, command Satan to take his hands off. You can also pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Now listen, I uh, um, I always deal with worry this way a lot. Um, When when issues and challenges come my way, I, I, I don't usually talk to others. In fact, Susan many times will not even know I'm facing something because I won't mention it because I don't talk to others about these issues that I'm facing and dealing with. I talk to God about them. And then on occasion after the fact, often I'll mention something to Susan or if there's something I want her to agree with me in prayer on, I will go to my wife, Susan, and say, agree with me in prayer. But generally I go to God and I talk to him about every issue of life that I face. I learned years ago, I was in my twenties and the challenges of life were every where I was young. Uh, I was young in ministry. I started ministry in 1981. Um, in 1981, I was, what, 23 years old um, and started ministry then. And, and uh, uh, challenges abounded. I knew very little, and I had a lot to learn. I had a lot of life to go through. And uh, so over these, what, 42 years, there's been so much that I've had to deal with. But early in my walk with God, I learned 
that if I'm going to be effective in life and then as a minister, I've got to talk to God about every single thing that bothers me. And years ago, back in the 80s, early 80s, I came across J.B. Phillips' translation of the New Testament. And uh, Philippians 4, 6 of J.B. Phillips' translation seemed to register on me better than anything I had ever read. Um, In fact, I'm scrambling here now because I just thought about it. Uh, Let me get to... Uh, Mar- I'm sorry, uh, Galatians, where am I at? I want to go to uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. I'm doing this on my computer while I'm talking to you. Um, and I want to go to New King James. So it says, be anxious for nothing, uh, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. The King James Version is, is, says, be careful for nothing. That word careful really sees, don't, is talking about worry. Don't worry about things. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So I had read those translations, but J.B. Phillips' translation really grabbed me when it said, don't worry over anything whatever. Well, that's great. I don't need to worry. Then what am I going to do if I'm not going to worry? Tell God every detail of your need in sincere and thankful prayer. So that really challenged me, and it, it taught me the answer to worry is specific believing prayer. And so I learned to take every single thing that bothers me to God in sincere prayer and if it was for healing, I would tell him exactly what the symptom was, exactly what the thought was that came into my mind, and I would ask him specifically to heal that part of my body. I would take authority, uh, like a Mark eleven twenty three says, whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will come to pass. He'll have whatever he says. I mean, I would take that to task, and I, I rebuke this issue. I rebuke this thing that I see in the name of Jesus. And right now, I believe that I receive my healing in Jesus' name. Now, while I'm talking to you, here's what here's what keeps coming to my mind. Months and months ago, this is probably like February of the year, I had this bump arise on my forearm, on my right arm. And it was red. And, uh, you know, I thought it was odd. And it kept growing. And it grew enough that if you looked at my watch, you would look right above my watch and see that see that red whatever growth growing on my arm. And, uh, you know, it, wow, I thought, look at that. What is that? Well, you know, that was uh, February by March. We went to the men's meeting, encounter meeting out of town. I was the speaker there. And while I was preparing, I noticed that thing, and I noticed it was growing. Well, right then, that was uh, March. I took authority over that thing in the name of Jesus and absolutely cursed it. And let me tell you what I did prior to that. See, I kept looking at it, and the devil said, see, you got skin cancer growing. Boy, you better deal with that. That might be really bad. Well, I took authority over it in the name of Jesus. I noticed it in February, thought no more about it, but as it began to grow, I thought, whoa, I got to deal with this. So that's when I dealt with it, and that was in March of 2023. And uh, I did just what he said in this scripture, don't worry over anything, whatever. Thoughts came to my mind about what that bump. Now, this seems like a really insignificant thing, but it was significant to me because I looked at it every single day. When I'm washing my hands, when I looked at my watch, it was always 
always there, see? And so that was a symptom, and uh, did it hurt? No. But I knew I needed to deal with it because it produced thoughts. And the thought, uh, the, the, the underlying thought would come to me every single time I looked at my watch and looked at my arm, well, you know, skin cancer, whatever. And I said, wait, wait, wait. And then this scripture came to me. Don't worry over anything, whatever. Tell God every detail of your need in sincere and thankful prayer. So that's exactly what I did. And I said, Lord, now I noticed this skin thing here. I noticed this thing on my arm. I don't know what it is. I could go to a doctor, have it removed, but I'm going to choose to exercise my faith because that's going to buoy and build my faith up when you help me overcome this. So I take authority and I did it right in prayer. I did just exactly what Jesus said. In that day, you will ask me nothing. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Up till this time, you've not asked anything in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So I said, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to heal me of this bump. I take authority over the life source in this bump in the name of Jesus. And according to Mark eleven twenty three, 23, I'm speaking to the mountain of this bump and I command it to die at the root in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask you to completely heal this to the point that it's not even there. Now, now that was in March and I, and here's what I did. Once I prayed, I kept saying that. I, I would, once I prayed, the reality is, Every time I'd look at my watch, I would see my arm. I would see the bump. Every time I'm washing my hands, I would see the bump. I'm talking to someone. You know, I gesture with my arms. I'm looking down. I see my arm. I would see the bump. And uh, and so I prayed one time. Now, when you're praying the prayer of faith for healing, what you want to learn to do is pray. One, don't pray about the same thing. Don't pray about it over and over again. And ask you, ask God over and over again for the same thing. No, once you pray, you got to believe you got it. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. And that's what I did. And then every single time it came up to my mind, I say, Lord, I want to thank you that I've prayed and I believe I receive healing for the bump that was on my arm. I believe that I receive healing. I believe I receive the bump being completely disappeared. completely disappearing in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just want to thank you. Now, that was my stance. And so all day long, going through my day, you know, going to the bathroom, washing my hands, seeing the bump, looking at my watch, seeing the bump, you know, uh, whatever, looking at my arms, seeing the bump. Throughout the day, every time I did, and it would generate a thought, I would say, Lord, I've already prayed about that, and I want to thank you for I believe I receive healing for the bump on my arm. Now, I did that through the end of March. I did that through April. did that through May. And, you know, I think it was sometime in June, as I recall. I think I'm correct. Uh, I don't... I just got called up every, and I did that every single day, y'all. I'm talking about multiple times a day saying the same thing. And you know what? Uh, one day in June, I looked at it, and that thing was gone. I said, whoa, 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 look at that. In fact, not only was it gone, it made a little indentation where it was. I mean, it was cursed so bad that, that all of it disappeared. All the system of it underneath the skin, everything was gone. And, you know, I began to praise God. Now, let me tell you what that did. And I could have gone to a dermatologist and had it removed, but I chose to exercise my faith. Why? Because if you exercise your faith in small things, it'll help you exercise your faith in in larger things. So I did that and it worked. And now every time I look at my arm, I think, you know, God is good. And I was doing the podcast just now, looked at my arm and thought, God is good. And because it shows me that God answers prayer. So listen, take every single thing that bothers you to God in prayer, including healing things, 
and ask God to heal you. And when you when you receive the answer to prayer and when the manifestation comes, again, there's always a period of time between the time that you pray and the time it manifests, and that's where you stand in faith. Faith is a gap stander. It takes the place of what you don't have until it shows up. That is the nature of faith, all right? And um, I did that, and it took several months, but it dissipated, disappeared, and was gone. So Again, uh, answered prayer. Uh, pray to the Father in the name of Jesus is another way to exercise your faith. Uh, build up your faith in answered prayer. And I've been doing this for many decades now. I started this in the 80s. And uh, you've heard me say this if you've been around Victory Church any length of time. I regularly mention to the Lord the, his promises about answered prayer. I do that not because he needs to hear them, but because I do. And because he watches over his word, according to Jeremiah 1.12, to, to bring it to pass, and because, um, and because uh, he said that, that his word would not return void, but would accomplish what he pleases, according to Isaiah 55.11, then you know what? I must say what his word says. And so I build up my faith and answer prayer. So as I conclude today, let me read the scripture to you uh, that promise answer prayer because um, praying to the Father in the name of Jesus is another way to receive healing, exercise your faith in God for healing. So here's Matthew 21, 22, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. And Mark 11, 24, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. Then Luke 11, uh, 9 through 10, Ask, it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Uh, he who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And him who knocks, the door will be opened. Again, Luke 11, 9 and 10. John 15, 7, Jesus said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask what you will, and it will be done for you. John 16, I've quoted that several times in this podcast. In that day, you will ask me nothing, Jesus said. Don't pray directly to me. I'm your advocate. <laughs> Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you've not asked anything in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight, 1 John 3, 22, and then 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Um, now, this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us, and if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So when you understand answer prayer from God's perspective, it is as though God has, as Jesus has signed a blank check and, and behind that check is the resources of heaven. You've got a checking account. What is behind that checking account when you write a check? It's the money in your bank account. <laughs> and so when you sign that check, you're saying, I'm standing good for the money I'm paying here. It's in my account and will be deducted when you cash this check. That's what you're saying to someone. Jesus has given us a check on the resources of heaven and asked us to fill it in. That is incredible. See? And so, you know, if I need healing, well, I, I, I fill out the check in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to heal me of X, Y, Z. I, and then, Lord, once I pray, I say, Lord, I believe I receive answer to the prayer. See? 
and then I talk like he has answered the prayer. I don't, and so, so once you pray, I mean, gosh, God's promised to answer the prayer. Act like he's answered it. Talk like he's answered it. I don't go to someone, yeah, well, I got this symptom and I got this problem. I don't do that. If I do that, I cancel my faith. A lot of people want to pray and want to pray in faith, but they cancel their faith by talking about all the negative things that they've already prayed about in a way that they that lets you know that they don't really believe it's gone because they're still worried about it. And you know they are because they're talking about it. Don't do that. So don't pray one way and talk another way to your family and friends. Well, what if they ask me? What if somebody asked me about that bump? Well, I would specifically say, well, you know, I noticed that, and you know what? I asked God to heal me. I, I, in fact, I put my finger on that bump. I cursed it in the name of Jesus, according to Mark eleven twenty three, And then according to Mark eleven twenty four, I believe I receive healing for that bump. So although you may see a bump, I believe I receive healing. And you'll look at me one day, and that will not be there. So, uh, you know, that's how it is. And people may think I'm cuckoo crazy. If you don't know the Word, don't know the Lord, you know, they're not going to understand what I'm doing because people that don't know Jesus don't understand the principles of faith. They don't understand them. So I know this sounds weird. Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. And I know I want to call people swine, but he's saying, don't put, don't put something this valuable in front of some, somebody that doesn't understand or doesn't care. And a pig certainly doesn't under, can't care about pearls. So when somebody doesn't understand the things of God, unless they specifically ask me, I'm not going to share with them what I believe unless they ask me because they're not going to understand it anyway, okay? And then, you know, if it's witness, if I'm witnessing to them, it's another thing. Or if they ask me, it's another thing entirely. But once I pray about something, here's the issue. I talk like God has answered my prayer. Otherwise, listen, I cancel the effectiveness of my prayer, okay? So... It's really important to understand. Once, excuse me. Once you pray and 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 cast your care, ask God to heal you. Stand your ground in on God's word and don't back right down. Now, look, I've got a track record of decades of time in my life. God has healed me of so many maladies, both internal, external, all kinds of things: uh, ears, eyes, nose, lungs. Uh, heart uh, palpitations, gastrointestinal issues, knee issues, foot issues, elbow issues, uh, bone issues. I mean, just you name it. I've had so many things over the decades of time that have attacked my physical body just like they do yours. And, you know, I learned years and years, decades ago, I'm going to act on God's word and believe that he's coming through for me and expect that he is answering prayer. And y'all, I, 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 here I am. I'm in my 65th year of life. And you know what? I'm not backing up. And, I'm a, and when I pray now, I've got all these years and all these memories of God answering prayer. And all it does is boost your faith. So I want to encourage you. Pray the prayer of faith. Pray in the name of Jesus and expect God and believe you receive and expect God to manifest the healing power in your physical body. You'll see miracle after miracle. It's just amazing how he does it. Father, I just pray for all of us that we would not be worry warts, but we would be people of faith, men and women of God who take your word seriously. And Lord, help us to learn to take every, every issue we face in life, large or small, to you in believing prayer and believe that we receive. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the word of God boost the faith of every person that listens. And Lord, help us not just to hear what's been taught today, but to put it into practice in the practical minor areas of life in Jesus' name. Well, God bless you. Looking forward to talking to you about uh, the third way to exercise your faith next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.